Welcome to Spielin' and Dealin', the Georgia High School Basketball Podcast. I am Kyle Sandy, the owner and founder of SandySpiel.com. And with me today, as always, is Ramin Forgani, the producer and moderator of the podcast. Ramin, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well today, Kyle. How are you doing, sir? I I am doing well. I'm back in the mainland I am excited to be here, and I wasted no time getting right back into the thick of things. Hooking back up with Hoop Scene, they had the fall preview this past weekend, and I was lucky enough to go over there and help cover it for the guys. And there was some good basketball. There were some good players there, and um, I got to talk to a couple guys. I know you did. You caught up with a couple of players. First, you ran into Zyrese Scott. State champion, he was the point guard for the only team in the entire state of Georgia to go undefeated, so he's one of one. There's only one point guard that was a starting point guard for a team that went undefeated, perfect 32-0. Zyrie Scott, he played a big role for the running Knights this past season, averaged 13 points per game. I was able to catch up with him, talk to him about what his mindset is like going into this now his junior season. Um, there's obviously a huge target on his back, Class 4A state champions. Uh, they open up the preseason ranked number one, and for you know good reason, deservingly so, they bring back pretty much everybody on that roster. So they're going to be uh, somewhat of a heavy favorite in Class 4A. Now, I don't think they're going to go undefeated again since they're going to be playing a lot of good non-region competition this year, and everybody knows about Upson Lee, the, the secret's out. But I was able to talk about Zyrese, talk about what's going on with his recruitment. You may be surprised to hear about his recruitment. Um, not not too much going on there. He he t- talks to us about that. Then he, he did mention he forgot that uh, he did say he has heard from Lee University and Middle Tennessee State. But outside of those guys, hasn't heard much from other schools. So talk to him about what he's trying to do to gain some recognition and to win another state championship. So without further ado, here is Zyrie Scott. All right, so only team in the state to go undefeated last year, won a state championship. What's your mindset this year looking for another ring over there at Upson League? Coming in this year, you know, be a leader, run the team, get the younger guys with the system, you know, play all game, play all ball. And how's it been playing with a guy like Ty Fagan and Trayvon Walker, you got you got two studs, and then you're the point guy that's really running the show. Has it been a lot of fun playing with two really talented guys like that? It's been a lot of fun. It makes it a lot easier on me, you know, having those guys to pass to. And you just told me that you, you currently have no interest yet as far as recruiting goes. How do you change that? I know you, you, you already played on the biggest level. You already won a state championship. Which... What's your uh, the next step to change that and start getting that interest? Because you're going into your, your junior season, right? So it, it's time for these guys to start waking up. Is there anything that you're going to specifically try and do to open up the eyes of some college coaches? Um, go to more accounts, put out more video, and get the most exposure I can. And is there anything specifically that you're, you're trying to work on this year that in years past you, you saw maybe a weakness that you really want to get better? Heading into this season, get better at pick and roll, screening, off off dribble shots, and you know jumping, rebounding, defense. And so the next guy you ran into, Kyle, was T.J. Boykin. 
TJ Boykin, formerly of Columbia. He is now transferred to he has now transferred to Maynard Jackson for his senior season and he was a player that was in our uh player rankings for 2018 players. Uh I think we had him classified in that that small forward spot. Not sure off the top of my head. I think he was in the uh middle of the pack there somewhere, but uh a forward that's about 6768 has some length. Uh, he, he feels like he's going to have a chance to, to flourish in his final season. Going over to Maynard Jackson now. Uh, we talked about what his strengths and weaknesses are. He's a guy that's been touted as a, a, a pretty interesting prospect, but I don't think too many schools have pulled the trigger on him just yet for offers. And from that, what it was, uh, a young player with potential as a freshman. Now, you fast forward, now he's all the way to his senior year. It's time to uh, start cashing in on those offers. You can't go to school on uh, interest. Eventually, you have to get an offer. You got to pull an offer, and then you got to commit. So this is a big year for T.J. Boykin. I mean, I was able to see where his his head's at heading into his senior season. I am here with T.J. Boykin, now at Maynard Jackson High School. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. So let's just start off with the the stuff that's very important. What's going on with recruitment? How's that going? Interest offers. Let's start with interest, I guess. Um, LSU, Richmond, Georgia State, and Tennessee Tech. And now, do you have any offers, or is it just all interest right now? Well, Richmond is coming down to see me tomorrow workout, and they said they were going to get on an official visit with me, and then they were going to go from there. So, Have you been on any unofficial or official visits to anywhere yet? Yes, South, South Florida. Okay, when did you go there? Um, two months ago. And did you like it? Yes, sir. How, um, what did you think about South Florida? I know you said you just liked it, but uh, is is that kind of a, a culture shock coming from Atlanta to South Florida, or did you, you enjoyed it nonetheless? I, I enjoyed it. That's good. And uh, what are you looking to play at the next level? Are you a, a three, a four, even a two? Is there any specific position that you feel like you'd fit in best at? Uh, my opinion is two to three, two to three. And what is a strength of your game? If people haven't seen you play yet, what would you say is the one thing that really sets you apart from the rest of the competition? Um, at my height, being able to dribble and making plays. And are you, can, you, can you shoot from the outside? Because I know people love three-point shooting. You see Steph Curry, all these little guys running around, chucking it up from half court. Is a three-point shot in your arsenal? Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Is there anything else that you want to work on outside of the three-point shot? Is there another uh, facet of your game you want to really improve on your senior season? Just getting stronger, upper body. You also ran into Cam Armstrong at the Hoop Scene Fall Preview. Tell us a little about Cam and uh, what you spoke to him about. Cam is another transfer. A lot of these guys I talked to at the camp have transferred this year. Cam is coming from Alexander High School to region, region rival. I guess that's Region 5. South Paulding, who came off a very good season, set school record in wins, went to the Elite Eight, uh, won a lot of games, did a lot of good stuff over there. But Cam Armstrong, he's coming over now, and he's going to be asked to be one of the leading scorers from for, from day one at South Paulding, a team that's really been re, uh, reliant on their defense. But they see Kane Williams leave. They see Ja'Cory Wilson leave. They see pretty much their entire starting five, maybe even their top six guys, all graduate. So with a lot of influx of talent 
leaving the building, Cam Armstrong and a couple other guys uh, heading over to South Paulding. Uh, I got to watch him a little bit at the fall preview. I mean, he's he's a guy that he's wired to score. He's about 6'3 guard. Probably you could even classify him up to 6'5 with that crazy hair he's got going on. Needs to get that cut. Got a little sideshow bob going on, but he says he looks good with his hair long and he doesn't want to cut it short. So uh, I'll, I'll give it to him. That might help his defense out with that, that extra two inches of hair blocking a shooter sight lines. So it's a, a little good strategy involved right there. But uh, he's always going to be known for his offense. He's got to tighten up his shot selection a little bit. He can get a little happy with the between the legs dribble and, you know, fire from two, two feet beyond the three point line where he does have that range, but he just got to make sure he's not forcing anything. Uh, he could still stand to get a little bit stronger, but he can get to the basket. But um, he's, he's definitely a guy you don't want to leave open. From the three-point line, he can get hot in a hurry. And uh, defensively, as uh, I talked to him about, that's something he's working on as well. So here is Cam Armstrong, South Paulding Spartan. I am here with Cam Armstrong of South Paulding High School. He is here at the Hoop Scene Fall Preview today. I know you haven't played any games yet, but how do you feel you did so far in the individual warm-ups and the drill work? I think I feel good. I was making open shots and just passing the ball well, playing defense good. And how's it been adjusting from Alexander to South Paulding this year? I know you guys have been playing a lot of games over the, the summer and fall months. Do you feel like you're you're comfortable in your new home? Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable. It's a, It was pretty, like, good switch. Do you, do you feel like you're going to have uh, more of an opportunity to be a leading scorer on this team. I know last year you were playing with Grant Howards and you had some good senior guards, and now you're going to a team that graduates a lot from class of 2017, and you are probably going to be asked to score the ball some more. Are you ready for that that burden to be put on your shoulders now that you're a junior? Yeah, I'm ready for that uh, test. I think I'm going to uh, do good on the offensive side, and I'm going to just work on my defensive side more. That was my next question. No, Gil Davis loves to play defense, and he's a he's a fiery coach. Uh, what have you learned since coming over here, and do you think you've been able to improve your defensive prowess in your couple months here with South Paulding? Yeah, I think I improved my defense very good. And, and what's going on as far as recruitment's going? Have you heard any any interest from any schools yet? Yeah, I heard interest from East Tennessee State, Wofford, uh, the least. Yeah, that's it. And have you been on any unofficial visits or visited any campuses yet? No, not yet. And what is the goal this year? South Paulding, they won a lot of games last year. Didn't go as far as they wanted. Alexander, you guys just missed out on making the state playoffs. What is your goal personally and as a team this year? Um, my goal is to make it to the like win more games, just win state. That's really my goal. You also ran into Jalen McCreary, a name that we've thrown around the podcast a bit and that we've talked about before, if I'm not mistaken. Where's his head at, and what's his role going to have to be coming into the 17-18 campaign? Well, this is a big story, a good story. He's a preseason first-team All-State selection coming from Kennesaw Mountain, Class 7A, so that's a, that's a big deal. Now, is he going to live up to that? We talk about that a little bit. In the interview, can you can you handle that that pressure I bestowed upon you? Because he he's a big time player. He was we wrote a story about him on SandySpill.com last year about how he transferred to Wheeler. Stuff went haywire. He transferred back. He was un he was ruled ineligible to play. 
Now, there's a whole story. You can just Google his name, Jalen McCreary, on sandyspill.com, and you can actually read that story. I think it's titled something like the, the best player in the state of Georgia that you won't be able to see play this year. And uh, so he was he was slumming it last year at Kennesaw Mountain, playing in the JV, a 6'7", you know, lefty four that can score the ball, a uh, little gangly, somewhat unorthodox, but when he's got it, when he's got it going on, he is he's tough to stop. He really opened eyes at last year's fall preview, elite preview, um, playing against Terry Armstrong, who transferred into Wheeler from, I guess it was Michigan, and then he left probably a month later, never even ended up playing at Wheeler. But those two guys went toe-to-toe, and uh, McCreary was just as good. He might not have been as sexy with Armstrong, a little more polished, a little more tighter with the handles and everything. But if you, you check the stat line at the end of the day, McCreary probably, you know, three threes, 10 rebounds, forces, you know, 20 points, matched them all across the board. And that's where he really made a name for himself. And we talked to him last year and he said, yeah, I'm not even going to be able to play this year. And that's when it was like, okay, you gotta, you gotta take some interest in this kid. He was, he was able to get his name out there some more, this summer play with the Southern Stampede. He uh, talks about this in the interview. He picked up some offers playing on the EYBL. So a guy that might not be uh, nationally and even in the state of Georgia, that 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 big, big, big known name, this 2019 uh, forward. But now people are actually going to be able to see him play on the high school circuit, not just a travel ball circuit. And I think he's got a chance to really do some good things at Kennesaw Mountain. They got Josh, Josh Strong there. They got Khalil Saheed there, who's gonna come in and help out after Christmas. They got they got some good players, and uh, Jalen McCreary is gonna be the guy that stirs the drink. He's gonna be the straw that stirs the drink over there. And once they're all at full strength and they get everybody cleared to play, I think Kennesaw Mountain's gonna be able to give some teams a run for their money in that Region Three. I know Hillgrove's gonna be, in theory, down a little bit. They graduate Demir Black, some guys like that. Uh, you got Marietta, who's a big rivalry game with Kennesaw Mountain. But the game you really want to circle is when Kennesaw Mountain's going to be playing McEachern. And I talked to uh, McCreary about this. How's it, how's it going to be matching up with the, the, the best of the best in 2019? Isaac Okoro, uh, Babatunde, Akinbola blocking shots inside. Just a star-studded, going to be a nationally ranked team. He's going to have the opportunity to really put his name on the map when he's playing against these other five-star guys. So that's something, uh, if you're in the Cobb County area, a game you're really going to want to check out. Now McEachin's going to be, I would assume, pretty heavily favorited in that game in pretty much every game throughout the season. But uh, they might not win on the scoreboard, but if you want to watch an individual matchup and see how McCreary does against a guy like Okoro, a game you definitely want to check out. So here is McCreary talking about his long-awaited debut on the varsity side of things. I am here with Jalen McCreary, a preseason first-team All-State selection in Class 7A. Sir, uh, that's some lofty expectations. I hope it's not too much I put on your shoulders. It's not. I've been working hard all season trying to get ready, not let everybody down. I'm ready to compete and win. How tough was it having to sit out last year? I know you must be super hungry to really make a name for yourself out here now. Yeah, it was really hard because it set me back. And then the competition level was way different from JV. Now I got to play with the big boys now. And you played over the summer. It was with the Stampede, right? Yes, sir. 
How do you feel you played over the spring and the summer months and you feel like you're really ready to make a huge impact this year at Kennesaw State or Kennesaw Mountain? The UIBL is really hard. It really got me prepared for the high school season and it gets you better looks for college. Got three offers this year, I mean this summer. So who, who all has offered you? Hofstra, Florida Gulf Coast, and UMass. And is there any other teams that have been showing interest lately? Yes, plenty. Georgia Tech, UGA, Murray State, Mizzou, Western Kentucky, Clemson. Uh, that's all I can name right now. And have you been on? Have you been on any uh, visits lately, unofficial or official? Unofficial. I went first week. I went Georgia Tech. Second week, I went to South Carolina, and then last week, I went to uh, UGA. And is there any? Of those schools that you just named, did any of those visits really stand out to you or ones that you really liked a lot? Yeah, South Carolina. And I really liked South Carolina, and UGA was cool. And when you're going to the next level, uh, what position do you see yourself really playing? Two, three, four? The three, the wing, yeah. And what 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 do you think you can improve on coming up this season? Is there one aspect of your game you really want to try and take to the next level? My shooting and my explosiveness. And what are the the goals, the expectations at Kennesaw Mountain this year? Because you do, you guys have a, a nice accumulation of talent now. Yeah, our plan is to win the region. We got a tough match against uh, McKeesher, but everybody else we can get them down easy. Are you are you really excited for that matchup against McKeesher and playing against like Isaac Okoro, Babatunde Akinbola? I mean, all Brandon Suggs. I got all these studs over there. You ready for that? Yes, sir. What, what's the challenge? Yeah, what's the game plan against them? That's that's something you really got to relish. Right? Yeah, we probably can't run a, a man-to-man because I can't guard. Like, like I, I, I got to guard the biggest person. I'm the tallest person on my team, so I might have to guard the uh, stretch, the big man. So we probably going to have to run a 10, 2 3 and they get uh, points off possession. And how do you feel you played? I know you just played your first game here at the fall preview. How do you feel you played today? I feel I played good, a couple rebounds, a couple outlets, assists. Had 13 points, but I can do more, way, way more than that. The next guy you caught up with at Hoop Scene was Eric Coleman. What did he have to say, Kyle? Eric Coleman is about 6'6", small forward from Kingsridge Christian Academy. Someone who I would just say, I think he's gotten better every single year. He didn't come out come out with you know super fanfare. He was about 6'5", now he's about 6'6", might, might push 6'7", on a good day if you can squeeze another inch out of him. But he was, as a freshman, just a shooter, a guy that had size, can shoot the ball. And when I first saw him, you know, he okay, he's got a, a little bit of potential, but he had a lot of work to do. He's got to get his agility down, get his ball handling down, uh, just uh, an ability to, to play on the wing and create. And that's something that he's been doing every single year. Now he's going into his junior season. He's got offers from... Kennesaw State and a handful of other low major schools and that's someone I really like if I'm Kennesaw State uh, as far as the guys that I already have a scholarship offer out to that's someone that I really want to push hard for you see what Kennesaw State did with uh, someone like Nick Masterson from River Ridge over here in Cherokee County who was a, you know a nice a pretty good nice high school player and then you look at him now and he's you know, one of the only guys on the Kennesaw State roster from Georgia, and he turns out to be their best player on the team, just like they've done with Yonel Brown in the past from Burkmar. They only have two guys on the roster from Georgia, and then, you know, you got a 50% chance that that one Georgia kid's the best kid on your team. 
But Coleman, he he was really good at the fall preview. He was very physical inside, known for his outside shot, but he was inside. He hit the glass extremely hard. He finished with authority down low, you know, slapping the backboard with two hands, something that you don't think you need to teach, just going up strong. But you see it at, uh, you know, I, I saw it over the summer, people going up soft, you know, not – fully extending to to make sure that defenders can't block their shot going up with two hands just strong finishes around the paint coleman did that he rebounded well and his his ball handling has improved a lot so eric coleman jr someone that i mean kingsridge christian they've had some talent in the past i think this year with his confidence and he's got a little bit of help around him now i think kingsridge christian could be a team that should be able to stay in the top 10 rankings throughout the season in Class A private, and I think Coleman's got the mindset and the demeanor to be a leader this year. Without further ado, here's Eric Coleman. I'm here with Eric Coleman, Kings Ridge Christian. Sir, how are you doing today? How do you think you're playing so far at the fall preview? I'm doing good. I think I've been playing well, pretty aggressive, just looking for my shot and getting teammates involved. And what's the expectations at Kings Ridge this year? Because you're you, you've been playing good. I know your recruitment's been picking up. We'll talk about that later. You got, I hear you got a spunky freshman guard that might be seeing some playing time this year. What are the expectations? We just want to play together and hopefully make a run into the state playoffs. And so, what's going on with your recruitment? Because you've been a name over the off season that's kind of been trending upward. What's going on with recruitment? What's the interest like? And we'll talk about a couple offers. Okay, well, I have interest from Missouri, Oklahoma, uh, Georgia State, Georgia Tech. I have offers from Western Carolina, Mercer, and Kennesaw State. And is, is any of those teams uh, sticking out right now as maybe a front runner, or who are you hearing from the most lately? Uh, well, Mercer and Rice and Lipscomb have actually been down to Kings Ridge as well as Missouri, so that's good. And what position do you see yourself playing at the next level on? Your wing, two, three, four? You I see myself as like a shooting guard at the next level. Okay, and you're what, about 6'6 six, six or so? Yes, sir. What do you think your the best aspect of your game is? What really stands out? I think I can shoot the ball really well. And is there one part of your game that you've been trying to work on a lot? I know I feel like you've gotten a little better off the dribble and creating like that, but what do you feel like? I feel like I've been really trying to work on my handles and working on my defense so I can guard everybody. And uh, so you got, what, you're going to be a junior this year? Yes, sir. How do you feel that you've progressed? That, has that helped you out playing as a freshman, sophomore, junior? Now you're an upperclassman. Now they're probably going to turn to you for some, some more leadership. Are you ready to take on that role? Yes, sir. Um, We're getting towards the end of the list of people you caught up with, Kyle. Very popular man talking to a lot of these players. And the next one on my list, Amir Langless. Yes, Amir Langley. I did not know it was Langley. Langless, that's what I always said, but I apologize. Amir Langley. The S is science. The S is silent, so I learned something new right from the get-go talking to Amir, and he's one of my, my favorite kids, another great 2019 player. Six foot eight. I remember seeing him as a baby just, uh, you know, a year or two ago. Uh, a little bit knock-kneed. He's like a young giraffe out there. Hey, but he's putting on some muscle. He's getting bigger. He's getting stronger. You can see it. He's he's put the time in in the weight room, and he is he is turning into something special now. He just turned 16, uh, just about a month ago, and he he has a big a big season in store at Parkview. Who Parkview has had some some scandal just come over that basketball program with some players and stuff, and that's 
it's a real shame because Parkview last year, they had the talent to do some things. It didn't quite turn out well. We see about three players transfer out. Now the team's Langley's. Then now we see some of his teammates go a little haywire with some some poor choices. So they're going to be put behind a, uh, a, a tough spot there already in Region 7 where you, you can't give up any ground. You're going to see Norcross. You're going to see Meadow Creek. You're going to see Brookwood. You're going to see Burkmark. Just proud program after proud program, good team after good team. You're going to have to be at full strength. And whatever becomes of the allegations that – have gone on over at Parkview. That's going to hurt them a lot. But going back to what I saw on the court from Langley, um, he's good. He's got that face-up. He's very confident in his face-up game. He can put the ball on the deck. He's a good shot blocker. He's going to continue to get strong. Uh, a lefty, he likes that 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 baby hook with the left hand. He likes going over that, that right shoulder to uh, get the angles. And I talked about his left-handed skill set in the interview upcoming about, you know, most people when you step on the court, you're pretty much assuming, okay, this guy's a righty. Now, in this day and age, everyone's got scouting reports. You should know what hand each player is, but with a left-handed skill set and the low block, he can do a lot of good things. And being a shot blocker who's primarily going to be left-handed, I mean, that left hand's going to match up right to a right-handed player. So you're going to be meeting the ball right there. That probably helps out with his shot blocking ability. And uh, I think when all's said and done next year, he's he's a guy that's going to pick up some some bigger offers. Right now, he's got some mid-major offers. Uh, he's starting to hear a little bit more from the high major schools. If he puts together a nice season this year, uh, I really could see him starting to pick up some steam among those you know those SEC schools, maybe a little ACC school here and there. But Langley put in a, a, a good day of work. He's got some bounce inside. He's he's willing to mix it up. He's getting stronger each and every day. And once he's not the youngest kid on the court, once he finally hits that, that 17 years old next year and he's growing into a man, he's going to be really tough to stop. I know a lot of fellow coaches love his game and think he might be actually the best big man in Gwinnett County. And that says a lot when you got some bruisers in there. But long term, a lot of people think he might be the best one. So here is Amir Langley. I am here with Amir Langley of Parkview, 2019 forward, one of the premier forwards in that class in the state of Georgia. We're here at the fall preview hosted by Hoop Scene. Just watched you play. I have my thoughts on how you played. I want to hear your thoughts on how you played today. Well, in that game, it was all mental. Cause I just had the first game, so I got to I'm tired, but I got to keep playing my hardest and give 100% effort. I still have teammates so I can pass it, and if they give it to me, they're looking for me to score, so I just go and score. And at about six foot eight, what what do you think about your skill set? What's your skill set that makes you stand out from the rest of the big men across the state, across the nation? I know I see a couple things, but what do you think are your strengths? I think I'm pretty versatile. If I have a smaller guy, I can take him to the post. If I have a bigger guy, I can face him up, go around him, and I have a good 15-foot shot all-around player. And you're a lefty out there, correct? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that gives you a little bit of a benefit? I know there's some great left-handed players, but mm-hmm. for the most part, when you just step on the court, you're pretty much assuming, okay, this guy's a righty, but you can go right. go with the left hand. you think that can catch some people off guard? Yeah, they always force me right, so I like to go off my right shoulder and hit him with the left-hand hook. So... Heading into your junior season now, you're getting a little long in the tooth. I think you got you got a little you got a beard coming in, getting old. What's going on with recruitment? What's going on with the interest? And then I'll ask you about your offer. So let's start with interest right now. 
interest. I have some good schools. Clemson, Butler, a lot of good schools. The best. I like to think about where I want to go academically-wise, too. Because it's not always about athletic. Because you never want that ball's going to stop bouncing for you. So who... Who has pulled the trigger? Who has offered you so far? Uh, which schools have been the first to jump ship with that? Florida Gulf Coast, North Florida, Middle Tennessee, East Tennessee, Georgia Southern, Old Dominion. And is there anybody that's been, I don't know, maybe coming on strong as of late or has been talking to you the most right now? College of Charleston, UNCG, and Florida Gulf Coast have been, definitely been the strongest recruiters. And what, what do you see yourself at the next level? I know you said you are versatile. You can face up. You can move your feet on defense. Are you a, a four-man, a five-man, a three-man? Where do you see yourself best fitting in at the next level? A four. Definitely a four. And if there's one part of your game that you really want to improve over these next two seasons before you get to the college level, what would you say that is? I just want to get stronger and faster. And Parkview, last year there was – some good momentum coming into it. You guys didn't mm. quite get to what you wanted to do. Now you see a couple guys leave. You see a new head coach step in. What are the expectations this year? And can you talk about your new head coach? This year, we're definitely going to have a winning record, have a good run in a region playoffs, maybe even go to state. Just go as far as we can. And this is really my year to dominate and just bring the team up. And do you feel now that you're an upperclassman, you have to take on more of a leadership role because you were that, that young, talented yeah, prospect definitely. now? Eventually, potential's not going to pay the bills. You're mm-hmm. going to have to reach that potential, right? Yeah, we got to get vocal in practice, bring the energy up, all of that. Another TJ you caught up with, this one, TJ Stargell at the Hoopsine Fall Preview. What did you hear from him, Colin? What role is he going to play this season? T.J. Stargell transferring from Shiloh to number four Miller Grove in Class 5A. Uh, We go over his uh, role a lot in this interview, and I'll I'll let him tell you what he said. But uh, it's something, you know, he's a a born leader, so there's your, your sneak preview. But he played very well this past weekend. From everything I heard and saw, I mean, he was knocking down jump shots, getting guys in the right position, playing with pace. He's going to come over and take over that guard role at Miller Grove, who last year, you know, first year without Charmin White, didn't go necessarily according to plan. They got thumped by about 20 points and what was it, the Elite Eight, Final Four, got, got beat down pretty good by Cedar Shoals, so they got something to prove. Tay Hardy was taking a lot of those shots last year. Now I think this year uh, it's going to be more spread out. you got guys like Lorenzo Anderson, who's going to be a senior. Jermon uh, Clark, Kevin Page, two senior big guys that can really control the paint. They might not be the superstar most skilled, but they're going to be big bodies. They're going to rebound. They're going to block shots, and they're going to be able to score around the rim. And, I mean, both of them at about 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, That's imposing right there. You got Maurice Harvey, who could be the the next Division One, Division One big thing coming out of Miller Grove, and then you got T.J. Starchel, where you can insert him, and he'll be able to get everybody in the right spots and hold everybody accountable, and be able to score a little bit when asked upon. So T.J. Starchel, it was a it was fun talking to him, and he let us know who's recruiting him and what his plans are heading into his senior year. Here with. TJ Stargell, now of Miller Grove. How do you like the change of scenery so far, sir? Um, it's good. Um, I like the coaching staff, and they were pushing me to my full potential and um, getting me ready for college. 
What type of role do you see yourself playing? This is now your senior year. Uh, leadership role, scoring the uh, scoring the ball, passing the ball. What type of role do you really see yourself fitting into this season? Uh, I feel myself as a leader. I bring a lot of leadership and experience. And I think I'm a pure point guard. I bring a lot of playmaking and making my teammates better. And what is your, your recruitment looking like right now? I know me and you talked about it a little bit earlier, but what's going on with interest and then offers as well? I know you got an offer uh, just recently. Sir, um, I got an offer yesterday from Ren Lake College um, in Illinois, JUCO. I have interest from Indiana State. I've heard from Lipscomb. Um, I have interest from Killeen State, Lees McRae, uh, Northeastern State, um, many more other schools. And when you're looking for a, a college home, are you looking for the best fit? Are you looking for academics? Are you looking for playing time right away? Or are you just looking for whoever shows you the most love right now? Whoever shows me the most love and can push me to be a, the best player on the court and off the court. And as far as your strengths and your weaknesses go, what do you think is a strong point for you? Is it your leadership uh, along with some other uh, aspects of your game? Uh, my leadership, um, pushing the ball in transition, uh, mid-range shooting, and um, my weakness is probably like working on my catching and shooting. I'm still working on that. And another strength is getting everybody involved and uh, on ball defense. And have you been on any visits, unofficial, official, anywhere to uh, check out any schools yet? I've been uh, two unofficials to Clayton State, and I've been on another unofficial at Campbell. The last guy you caught up with at Hoop Scene, a name that I personally wasn't familiar with, I don't think we've discussed extensively on the podcast or the website before. Mason Beerster, Kyle. Mason Beerster. This is a G-I-C-A-A special delivery. What does a G-I-C-A-A stand for? I hope you don't ask me, but I'm going to go ahead and say it stands for the Georgia Independent. I'm going to say there's a Christian in there somewhere. Something else, Academy. Let's see, Georgia Independent Christian Athletic Association. So I, I pretty much nailed it right there. So I was talking to Mason. He came up and he grabbed me and he, he said, are you Kyle Sandy? I said, what did I do now? It's it's hate mail season right now. I must have offended him or someone else in some crazy ways. Maybe I liked some tweets that I shouldn't have liked and that rubbed people the wrong way. But no, Mason came up, very nice young man. He said, oh, yeah, we playing the GICAA over at – Horizon Christian Academy, and I believe he said that's in Forsyth County, so that's with the, you know West Forsyth, all those schools that are in the GHSA. And he said, "Yeah, well, we won back-to-back state championships, so they're they're one of the the real deal teams over in that area." Looking at their Max Preps page, which sometimes uh, these non-GHSA schools kind of struggle to update, it looks like they have most of their their numbers updated. They're about seventeen and six last year. Uh, that they might be missing a couple results. You're never too sure with that. But uh, Mason's about six four. I heard he played very well. I didn't get to catch him with my own eyes because I was on you know interview duty and then running around and sitting on court seven and you know trying to keep everything running smoothly. But I heard he had a very nice showing with a pull up jump shot. And uh, he's a guy that uh, you know I I, I I flat out asked him in our interview and just talking off there. Do you feel like you have a chip on your shoulder playing in this this non-GHSA league? They don't get a lot of coverage. Uh, and just overall house of competition, you know, you hear stereotypes of half, you know, some of these kids can't even dribble the ball up to half court. And there's some really bad basketball. I mean, when it's bad, it's really bad. 
but when it's good, it's pretty good too. Um, I asked him where's the G-I-C-A-A compared to the GISA, uh, um, a little bit more known a non-GHSA league that has like a Holy Spirit prep in it. So I kind of asked him some questions like that about the, the landscape of his division and what it's like and is is the basketball really that good? And I I asked him what's what's the the preface, what's the the reasoning, what's the the mindset of if you're in Forsyth County or any school, why are you going to the GICAA instead of going to a GHSA school if you're that if you're super involved in sports? I don't know if if those schools are just that much better academically. Um, it's just a lot of interesting stuff that I, would, I just tried to kind of figure out. Uh, I, I find it very interesting, and you know, knowledge is power. And if you don't know something about a division or a style of play or just a league uh, in general, I always want to try and ask those questions, try and find out what makes this kid tick. Why are you over there? How's the basketball over there? Do you enjoy it? And what are your goals? And what's going on with your recruitment? And uh, he's got he's got a big. Uh, a big trip coming up actually so he is not necessarily a complete unknown mason beerster's getting out there and he's going to be you know going and visiting some colleges and trying out for some schools with some workouts so it was uh very nice to meet him and without without any delay this might be our our first and our last and our only gicaa interview it's all yours mason beerster we're here with a gicaa product I know this is a GHSA podcast, but we have a special guest today, Mason Beerster, Horizon Christian Academy. He tells me he's a state champion. Sir, can you just talk about what it's like playing outside of the GHSA? I know we talked about it a little bit offhand, but what's it like playing in that level of competition? And for people who don't know too much about uh, the, uh, the, the classification styles of play outside of the GHSA, can you tell us what it's like? Uh, it's definitely a lot different than playing GHSA. Uh, we play a few very good teams, such as Mount Bethel, uh, Big Jordan Mecca, 6'8", coming out of there, Coleman Boyd, uh, Javante Kruger. But uh, at Horizon, we've won three of the last four years state champions. We've uh, only lost three games in the last two years, so we went 22-0 two years ago. Uh, it's, just, it's just been a lot different than, than playing GHSA. It's, it's a lot smaller. Uh, the schools are, are, are way different than, per se, going to Lambert, which I went freshman year. It's just, a, it's just a whole different experience, definitely. And how would you compare the level of competition? I know stereotypes probably say the GHSA is probably the cream of the crop, but where, where do you rank the GIC? CA or AA? There's a lot of Cs. There's a lot of As. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. GICA. Um, I would rank us we're right above GISA and right below GHSA. I think we could compete with most GHSA teams. I'm not saying we win a state championship, but we could definitely compete. And do you feel like you have something to prove when you're playing in that that different uh, governing body than the GHSA where, like I just mentioned, there are stereotypes of man. There might be three or four good teams, but the rest of them, they might not be able to compete with the GHSA schools. Is there kind of a chip on your shoulder, something you like to prove when you're out there with your team? Oh, definitely. People people come up to me and say how I play no competition. It's it's easy. So it just keeps like an like, edge to push myself to like prove to them what I can really do. And like I would shine at GHSA too. And can you talk about your interests? I know you told me you're going to be taking a, a visit to have a workout at a pretty prestigious school coming up. Oh, yeah. So uh, I have a workout with uh, West Point this summer night. Um, it should go well. It's uh, considered unofficial, but 
I'm excited to see what they have and what they have to offer. And what position do you play, and what would your you say your strengths and maybe even your weaknesses be for someone that hasn't seen you play yet? Uh, I'm about 6'4", so I play uh, small forward to sometimes power forward for my team because we don't have crazy height. But um, I'll say my strengths is definitely mid-range and uh, finishing at the rim. Uh, I can dunk now, which is improvement because nobody else on my team can. So, uh, and then my weaknesses, probably dribbling and, and uh, long range. But And do you guys play any GHSA competition this year, maybe even last year? I know they, they kind of change it a little bit, so those different type of uh, governing bodies that can have those cross-classification matches now. Do you guys play anybody from the uh, GHSA? Um, yes, we should be playing in the uh, Thanksgiving tournament versus North Forsyth, North Forsyth, and maybe even Lambert. That covers the people who you caught up with at Hoop Scene, Kyle. And so I know... The girls' and the boys' rankings have been released. We haven't had a podcast for a little bit, but we are back. We are heating up and have some good things planned for the basketball season that's kicking off, what, in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. What We got first uh, pr- practices and tryouts start on the 30th, so that's, what, we're the 26th right now. So we're four days away from that. So the season's it's pretty much officially here. And then, you know, we got some scrimmages going on that, that week of the 11th. And the first games that can be played are about the 16th or 17th, uh, 18th, around those three days there is when you can officially kick it off. So the season's here. It is uh, it is definitely hate mail season. Um, I have to deal with that, which is part of being in the public eye. Uh, as long as you can incite some emotion and people care about talking basketball, that's the main thing because – before this, I don't know how heavy and how in-depth the basketball talk was. I know there's some newspapers that will remain unnamed in the Atlanta area that aren't going to cover basketball, and there just wasn't really a big a big huddling spot for people to, to see what's going on. So I think anything is good. There's, there's more websites popping up. There's more people you know, expanding into the, the Georgia high school basketball territory. And uh, I feel good about it, and I feel good about helping be a part of this charge and getting out some more exposure and just more more talking points for high school basketball. But with that, we are going to have some podcasts coming up about a little bit of the boys' girls' uh, rankings, talking about some omissions, some teams that are ranked here, why are they ranked here and not there, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And uh, before you know it, Ramin, uh, the season is going to be tipping off so I am very excited. I'm glad you're here with us at Sandy Spiel with uh, another season in tow, along for the journey for at least one more year, and uh, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready, and I'm happy to be back in the metro Atlanta area, so you will be checking me out. I'll try and get to as many games as possible and keep delivering that hot content you guys love to uh, love or hate. So I am excited for it, and Ramin, we will be back next week, sir. We will. On behalf of Kyle and myself, I, I agree with you. We're ready for another season. We're ramping up here. Um, good basketball, getting ready to get kicked off. I think my bread and butter podcasts are coming up. Our weekly rankings, what happened in the past week, what's going to happen, is very exciting for me personally and everyone out there. We appreciate you. We appreciate your listening. And as always, if you want to send us feedback, we're on Twitter. Email us at sandyspiel at gmail.com, and we'll see you next week.